Hello you guys, it's Katie and welcome back to another episode of Crime and Crochet. In this week's episode, I'm going to be covering the case of this serial killer, Rodney Alcala, and he is also known as the dating game killer because yes, he was featured on that show back in 1978 during his murder spree. So with that, let's just get straight into this episode. Just a trigger warning before we get started, this episode does include topics of murder and rape and some of those being of young victims. So if you guys are sensitive to those topics, then now is your time to click off of this episode. Rodney Alcala, which I hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, was born in San Antonio, Texas on August 23rd of 1943. In 1951, Rodney's father moved their family to Mexico where they did have family, but then three years later, for some reason, he abandoned the family. And after that, his mother decided to move him and his sisters to a suburb in Los Angeles. And that's where they stayed until he was 17 and he joined the U.S. Army. From my research and from what I've found, his childhood seemed pretty perfect. Besides the fact that his father left, other than that, he still had a pretty good childhood. And his mother obviously did the best she could, still having four kids. And all of that, I'm sure, was difficult. But from what I've seen, it says he had a pretty good childhood. So a lot of his problems happened when he was in the military. And in 1984, he did have what was described as a nervous breakdown. And he was honorably discharged from the military after that. After leaving the army, Rodney comes back to LA and starts school at UCLA and is actually a photography major. When he was there, he was living in an apartment building and this is also where his first crime happened, or at least his first known crime happened. In 1968, there was a eight-year-old girl on her way to school and she would walk to school every morning And on this particular morning, Rodney happened to be driving past and he asked her if she needed a ride to school. She said no, she didn't talk to strangers, but he told her that he knew her parents and that's what got her to get in the car. When an eyewitness saw her getting in the car, they thought it was pretty suspicious, so they happened to call the police. And the police did find them at his apartment because this eyewitness followed them to his apartment. And by the time they had gotten there, she was barely alive and had been raped and beaten with a steel bar. At this point, the cops focus on trying to save her and not catching him. So he flees 
And by the time they get her in an ambulance and everything and start to check out the apartment, they figure out who he is, but he's already fled and no one can find him. And the girl that was eight years old at the time did survive, thankfully, and she actually was in an interview that I watched from ABC. Well, I shouldn't call it an interview. It was a whole documentary, but they did interview her in the documentary. So I would highly recommend watching that if you guys want to know more information. But anyway, that's beside the point. just wanted to mention that she did survive. But after he fled, he ended up in New York and he actually enrolled in NYU while he was there and he went by the name John Berger. So no one knew who he was there. They all thought that he was this John Berger and he went on like that for a while. His next victim was killed in June of 1971 and this was a 23-year-old flight attendant who was raped and strangled in her Manhattan apartment. Her murder was unsolved until 2011, actually, so unfortunately there were a lot of these cases that all went unsolved for a very long time, and there were so many of them that for time reasons I can't really get into all of them, but yeah, just know that they are all super gruesome and this man is an absolutely terrible person. So the dating game was a show where three contestants would be on the show, three bachelors and one woman, and she would ask them questions without seeing them and then choose the person she liked the best and then they would go out on a date, that person that she chose. So in 1978, Rodney was actually on this show, and he was described by the host as a successful photographer who got his start when his father found him in a dark room at the age of 13, fully developed. Between takes, you might find him skydiving or motorcycling. That was the actual quote from the show. So a little bit of an inappropriate joke there. But anyway. When he was on the show, one of the other Bachelor contestants described him as very strange. And he had bizarre opinions. But he did end up winning the competition and won a date with the woman. Her name was Cheryl, but she actually refused to go on that date with him because she found him creepy. So that was just probably something that fueled his next murders because he did murder at least three women after his appearance on the show. Most serial killers don't handle rejection well, And they like to place the blame on the other party. So most likely when she rejected him, he kind of lashed out on other women, most likely. And this was probably part of the reason he continued to murder other women 
unfortunately. June of 1979 was Rodney's last known murder. A girl by the name of Robin, a 12-year-old girl from Huntington Beach, disappeared in June of 1979, and her decomposing body was found 12 days later in Los Angeles, and her friends told police that a stranger had approached them on the beach asking to take their pictures, and the detectives had a sketch artist come in, and they made a sketch based off of her friend's accounts, and then he was recognized through that sketch. Rodney was arrested in July of 1979 and held without bail, and in 1980, he was tried, convicted, and sentenced to death for this 12-year-old girl's murder. And as he sat in prison and the years went along, he was connected to more and more and more murders, whether it was through DNA evidence or other ways he was connected to more murders, more assaults, all of that kind of stuff. And he was put on trial for the majority of them that he was thought to be involved in, but I'm sure like a lot of the serial killers, there were more victims that have never been accounted for and they're just unsolved cases right now. So with that, that is basically the end of this case. Oh, I can also tell you that he did die actually a couple months ago. So he died of unspecified natural causes in California on July 24th of this year, and he was 77. So actually pretty recent, he did pass away, but, you know, just natural causes while he was on death row, he did not die from lethal injection or anything like that, actually from his death sentence. So with that, that is the end of of this story. So let's get on to the crochet pattern for this week. Okay, so normally I will go ahead and message a crochet creator that I've found through Instagram or through Etsy and I will shout out one of their patterns, but for some reason this week I completely forgot to reach out to anybody. So I am just going to be shouting out one of my own patterns. Again, I hope you guys don't mind. Also, I'm having a shortage of finding creators that create crochet patterns. So if you're listening to this and you are a creator that creates crochet patterns and I haven't shouted you out yet, or you know somebody that you really like that makes patterns that I can get in touch with, you can always head over to my Instagram at Crime and Crochet and leave me their name or your name and I will reach out to them and hopefully get them on a future episode. But anyway, let's talk about one of my patterns since I forgot to actually talk to somebody about that this week. My most recent crochet pattern I have released is the Summertime Reusable Crochet Bag Pattern. So this bag can be anything from a grocery bag to a beach bag, a farmer's market bag, 
or even just like a day-to-day purse type thing. So I do have this pattern on my Etsy shop, which is Katie Being Creative, all one word if you guys are interested in checking that out. And I do also have a video tutorial that is free on my YouTube channel, also called Katie Being Creative. If you guys are interested in checking that out there as well, you can get step-by-step instructions over there for free. But if you would like the written PDF version, that is, again, Katie Being Creative, all one word. All of my regular platforms you can find through Katie Being Creative, all one word, Etsy, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, all of the things. And then the podcast, of course, you're listening to is Crime and Crochet, also by me. But anyway, you guys, that is it for this crochet pattern. And I will make a discount code for you guys for this specific pattern. It'll be Crime and Crochet, all one word in all caps. You can use it at checkout and get 10% off of this pattern if you are interested in that as well. But that is it for now. Also, just so you guys know, if you want to check out pictures from this crime case, as well as my sources and the picture of the crochet summer bag, you can check that out on my Instagram for the podcast, which is at Crime and Crochet. And you can also get more details on my Etsy and the coupon code and all of that. Plus, you can always find my sources for each episode over there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Crime and Crochet. I hope you have enjoyed. If you did, the best way you can help me out is leaving a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And if you guys want to check out more information, such as the crochet pattern I shouted out in this episode, the case my sources, and more information on the podcast, you can check out at Crime and Crochet on Instagram. And if you want some more Crime and Crochet related content, you can also check out the Reddit page that I started for the podcast, r slash Crime and Crochet. With that, I hope you guys will tune in to the next episode next Saturday of Crime and Crochet. And make sure that you are staying safe out there so you don't become one of these victims that we talk about each week. And with that, goodbye y'all.